0: hey y'all welcome back to tackless radio it is i be bad and wasn't that song amazing first of all shout out to Kate katronada for winning best Dance electric album at this year's grammy i believe it has to be this year's grammy i'm sorry y'all we've like officially have been in a pandemic for the past year. So time, I have no sense of it, but yes, it was this year's Grammy. Kate Trinata won best electric dance album for Bubba. That shit hits. That shit hits. Listen to the entire album, but one song in particular free fall with Duran Bernard is one of my absolute favorites from that album. So that was the song that you all just listened to coming in here. And if you want to dance, want to turn up, just want to get really happy, really vibey, something to really like ride to or chill out to or clean your house to that album slaps. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. It is a 10 out of 10 over here at Tacklist. Yes. So we're just gonna go ahead and switch it over. To shit I saw. So, the funny thing though about this shit I saw is that it's not shit I saw, it's more like should I say it. And first of all, happy 420, everyone. practice abundantly but safely but I guess today I just woke up on good bullshit because it's tourist season so I woke up feeling like a terrorist (laughs) and I went ahead and took it over to Twitter and saw this bizarre ass reply to a tweet that this couple put up so there is this beautiful woman by the name of Hard Body Princess. Her handle on Twitter is P-R-N-C-S-S-A-N-N-I-E. So Princess Annie. And she tweeted the following. Six days until the gender reveal, I'm beyond excited. And it is a photo of her and her partner who I am going to presume uses the pronouns She. And they are just absolutely excited about having a child. So this looks to be um, a lesbian couple, same-sex couple. And they also posted photos of them at the doctor's office. They posted photos of them kind of starting like the, what seems to be the insemination process or the IVF process. But they look over the moon and they are, uh, they're beautiful Gorgeous couple, by the way. Like, I'm absolutely ecstatic for them. They are gorgeous. Just the photos are absolutely gorgeous. What's not gorgeous was the thread to those photos and her excitement for her child's gender reveal that is in six days. These ashy niggas came out of every crevice that they could, to talk about how this child is just going to be anything but a child of God because it is going to be born to two women, (laughs) essentially, and that this child is going to be yearning for a father figure and that this is sinful and that these two particular women are going to go to hell and this is ungodly and all of that bullshit, right? Whatever. We've heard it all. Of course, the church tells us not to judge unless it's them motherfuckers, apparently, because you are y'all are the most judgiest motherfuckers I have ever met my entire life. Hypocrites, if you will. So, like, I really don't be hearing any church people over the sound of a rat pissing on a cotton ball because what y'all say goes in one of my ears and out the other because y'all don't even believe the bullshit that y'all talk about and that y'all say and 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 what y'all say is in y'all Bible. Like you all are not even outstanding representations of your own religion. So why the fuck should I care about what a motherfucker got to say? But apparently you all love spewing your learnings onto other people's lives and happiness because. I guess God told you all to. So there was a comment here. To a certain extent, I had to like unblock him so I could read the comment and I'm gonna go and block him again. But there was this guy, I'm assuming he's a man because of how he responded <laughs> by the handle over feelings. So I should have known where this was going. And his comment to the original post was this child is going to grow up yearning for a father figure. Well, that's not my business. You know what, Overfillings, you are correct. It isn't any of your damn business. But for some reason, that comment moved me to reply to it. And this is what I said There's children yearning for a father figure now. But that doesn't stop men from being absent fathers anyway. Y'all need to stop policing what these people do, like y'all care so much. Because if you care, start with the children y'all don't raise first. That comment has 426 likes as of two hours ago. And all of the comments under my reply are through the fucking roof (laughs) of people talking about how there's research studies that children from same sex couples are just worse and drug addicts and be hitting the stripper pole and all type of craziness, how this child is not going to be able to be an outstanding citizen of society because two moms are not going to be able to raise a son and two dads can't raise a daughter and all type of shit, right? But what I think is so interesting is that the comments from heterosexual people in this space always are so pointed, (laughs) they're so hostile. As if you all got all the answers when your heterosexual relationships are absolutely trash. How about y'all start there first? How about y'all sweep in front of your door first before y'all start talking about what same-sex couples can and can't do when it comes to raising children? And I'm going to just say this. I'm not a parent. I'm not. And anyone listening to this may feel some type of way that I am speaking on a topic about children when I don't got none that's fair you can have that opinion you can definitely have that opinion but what I do know is gay so with that you all are not going to sit here and then tell same-sex couples that they are going to be horrible parents when I look at heterosexual couples be horrible parents All fucking day long. Like you all physically and mentally and psychologically abuse your children and heterosexual opposite sex families all the fucking time. But you have this concern for same sex parents and what their children are going to have to go through because they're same sex. You don't really give a fuck that much. Let's let's just back this all the way up. You really don't give a fuck that much about these kids. You don't. Because if you did, you would take care of the ones you have. And you barely do that. So don't come into gay people business, to quote my sis Jasmine Masters. Y'all just need to stay out of gay people business. Stay out of gay people business. They don't want you. They don't want nothing to do with you. Just stay out of gay people business. And all the men in that thread are just so upset that this beautiful couple was able to do it without your ashy dick involved. Like, voila, they were able to figure out how how to have a child and not have some ashy ass man involved and y'all are upset about it y'all are upset about it y'all were raised thinking that you were a fucking prize because the history of the world has told men that they were special since the beginning of time they killed baby girls for the simple fact that they were girls because we have told men that the fact that they've had a dick between their legs is what made them important full stop and you all are able to see a thriving beautiful couple same-sex couple have a child without you and it pisses you the fuck off because if we can have children without you houses without you bank accounts without you jobs without you security without you then you really don't know what the fuck to do with yourself huh I guess You're going to have to figure it the fuck out then, huh? Instead of bringing your ashy knuckles to these people's Twitter, talking about how their child is about to be worse off. No, their child actually is going to have so much love because the studies actually show that since same-sex couples have to proactively make the choice to have a child... They prepare for that child. They save funds for said child. They make the conscious decision to get into therapy or to have difficult conversations and to rally their village and their family and get everybody on fucking board before they go get or have said child. You all are consistently having children by accident, scrambling to prepare But you going to turn around and tell these couples that their child is going to be worse off. They actually aren't. And that's probably what scares you all. That you all want to condemn gay people so bad that seeing them thrive baffles your fucking mind. And y'all don't know what to do with yourselves. But I know this. Figure it the fuck out. And stay in your fucking lane. We talk about that all the time over here at Tackless Radio. We talk about that all the time. For anybody who is new, listening for the first time, hey, welcome. (laughs) Hello. But we talk about staying in your lane all the time over here at Tackless Radio. You motherfuckers minding your motherfucking business. We talk about that all the time. It is a consistent message over here. Because when you don't stay in your lane, and you start minding other people's business. You're not minding the business that you keep. Which is why in front of your door is dusty than a motherfucker. Because you're not minding your business. Sweep in front of your door before you start knocking on other people's. Because when you start knocking on other people's door and they open it. Oh, now you mad because they house clean. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's luxurious. And bitch, you could never. Now you hating comparison is an evil thing because you say to yourself how could the people who are supposed to go to hell the people we're supposed to hate how could they thrive considering all odds similar rhetoric is it not black people is it not jewish people muslim people women (laughs) that through all odds We are still able to find happiness, whatever that means for us. And y'all are pissed, (laughs) pissed. And then try and cover it up, talking about, I care about the kids. It's about the kids. I care about what what this is going to do to their mental and emotional development. No, the fuck you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You really don't give a fuck about them kids the way you think you do, babe. Fuck them kids. It's really how you feel because you didn't want the ones you got. So stay out of people's business, okay? Please. Because every time you motherfuckers don't stay in your business, stay in your lane, that's fine. Just call me Mr. Officer. I'm going to pull your ass over, whoop whoop, and give your ass a ticket. Hello, 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 come on in, come on in, take a seat, take a seat We are back with our random reality of the week So this isn't really random It might be a little random to you all But I am super excited for this particular random reality this week Because in celebration for 420 I wanted to shout out a beautiful lifestyle brand By the name of Velvet Hammer Velvet Hammer is a paradox, a bold, sexy, provocative, and fearless female leader who gets shit done, embodying a thoughtful, attentive, resourceful, and creative collaborator. She works hard and plays harder, not afraid to celebrate life one hit, puff, drag, or toke of cannabis At a time. And you can follow Velvet Hammer on Instagram at velvethammer.co. And what I want to say about Velvet Hammer is that it's a lifestyle brand by one of my very dear friends, Marcelina. And once you follow Velvet Hammer, you're going to see that you're going to start embodying what it means to be a cannabis (laughs) connoisseur, a lover of lavender. This is an amazing lifestyle brand that wants to be inclusive in terms of how others, women and people of color in particular, are able to access cannabis. I love Marcy from the bottom of my heart. Hey, girl. And I wanted to shout out her lifestyle brand because she is doing amazing and cool things over there at Velvet Hammer. I love her backstory. Follow them on LinkedIn. I love her and all of the amazing things that she is creating for Velvet Hammer. Plus, if you are a woman or a person of color and just want to become more knowledgeable about the cannabis industry, Velvet Hammer is also a very amazing place to start. Marcy is so knowledgeable about cannabis, what it means for women and for people in minorities to get involved, what that looks like from a startup perspective, what that looks like in terms of raising money and the laws surrounding cannabis. It's an amazing place to start if you're interested in the industry and want to see like what do I need to do to get involved? What do I need to do just to start as a cannabis user? Am I more of an edible girl? Am I more of a flower girl? Do I like tinctures? Do I like vape pens? Get your education, okay? Build the Hammer is going to give you all of that information in a beautiful, purple, positive, sexy, badass way. So definitely check them out. Definitely follow my girlfriend Marcy on Velvet Hammer everywhere Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Get into it, guys. So, with that, I wanted to just share something that, of course, coincides with 420, but always over here at Tackless Radio, we love to support women, we love to support marginalized groups, we love to support black people. So if you have a business, or if you are doing something amazing in the community, go ahead and send that over to me at tackless at gmail.com. I would love to hear about all the positive things that you all are doing. And we can share them on this platform. Because I'm all about supporting and uplifting the next person. And with that, that is your random reality for the week. Well, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome back to the tactless topic of the week. So because it is 420, I took an edible just to like ease my way into an amazing evening. And I really just rather shoot the shit for a little bit (laughs) and nerd out or woo-woo out, as I would call it, since I'm feeling all tingly on the inside. So I'm going to talk about being a Sagittarius in a family of six. (laughs) So I'm a Sagittarius, And I absolutely love being a Sagittarius. We don't really get a lot of recognition, I think, because it's just difficult to say the word, to spell the word. It's a lot of fucking letters. Um, (laughs) People just rather forget about it, skip over it. Um, We're also kind of, you know, tucked in there with the holidays. So it's easy for people to say like, oh, girl, I'm so sorry. I had to buy presents for my family. I couldn't come with you on this or buy this or do that. Or, you know, you just know you might not be able to see everybody because people use that time to be with their family. And, uh, Sometimes you don't even get to be with your friends in school because your birthday falls on a holiday or around a holiday. So school is closed. So you can't even really like turn up or do like a halfway turn up at school. Like through the day, you know, like people bring you cupcakes and like your little gifts and like flowers and balloons and you can like celebrate during lunch or like, you know, people do little cute things in between class, but you couldn't even do that shit because school was closed <laughs> on your birthday or around your birthday. So all my Sagittarius, I I, I feel, I feel y'all, I feel y'all. It's just something we've always had to deal with and then you know even some of my like late Scorpios early Capricorns I know you all feel this too but like my Sagittarius I know holidays are smack dab in the middle of our turn up but that does not stop us from turning the fuck up does it not (laughs) It does not stop us. We still will turn up, find a way to have a good time. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. We'll have a good time by ourselves. My 31st birthday was fun as fuck. And I spent it by myself. (laughs) I took a trip to LA and I stayed in like this cute... Airbnb up in the canyons and I would go hiking every morning and just like see the beautiful sunsets I would come back and go out to the little patio it had like a fire pit so I would like the fire and have wine I watched movies and gave myself a facial it had like a humongous like clawfoot tub so I was soaking bitch and it had a sauna shower head girl at the fucking time of my life fucking time of my life and I've been thinking about a new car and I don't know why I've been thinking about a jeep but I was like you know what I'ma do a whole white girl Laguna Beach thing and just give me a little jeep and be up and down the beach <laughs> so I rented a jeep dropped the top on that bitch was like okay I get to feel it out for a couple of days I was in LA for five days by the way I get to feel the jeep out which it feels like a, you're like I'm in a fucking roller coaster like it sits high which I like but I it doesn't feel realistic when I bump over like I can feel bumps I guess I'm so accustomed to the car that I'm in that rides a little bit smoother that it was like it felt like I was in some bumper cars it was thrilling but I'm like I don't know if this would be an everyday car but I was I enjoyed the fact that I figured that out when I just had the fucking time of my life in LA by myself for my birthday because we will travel. We will we will travel and we will travel by ourselves and just pray to God that we come back in one piece because we like risk. We are some risky motherfuckers. We will take a risk. I, I I hate to say this. Please don't hate me, mom. But there are many times I should have died. <laughs> the reckless shit that I've done in my 20s. I should have been dead. I should have been dead. But clearly I have some... Praying grandmothers because I am here today, Jesus. All I'm going to say is you motherfuckers are lucky to have Uber because back in the day, a bitch had a U-pass. You had a U-pass, so you had to get on the bus or the train when you left said club at 3 o'clock in the morning. Unfortunately, I should not have been on the red line at 3 o'clock in the morning, but sometimes I was. But thank you, Jesus, I got home in one piece and I'm safe. (laughs) But the Lord knows a Sagittarius will take a risk and just, I'm happy I've kept him close. That's all I'm going to say. But I grew up in a house with two air signs, two water signs, and another fire sign. And it has been such a... Hilarious, combustible time. I've had a very interesting 31 years with my family. And anyone who knows me and knows my family knows this to be true. That it's just like a very amazing but crazy dynamic that we have as a family. And I'm very appreciative of it to to say the least. I know a lot of people like hate their family members and just like despise of their siblings or like don't get along with their siblings or just don't have a relationship with their father or their mother or, or their parents aren't together anymore. But I'm appreciative of the family dynamic that I have. And I think now being older, I can say hindsight is twenty twenty. Because maybe, maybe if I understood everybody's astrological signs when I was younger I would understand why these motherfuckers were the type of crazy that they were and I would be able to give grace because my father and brother being a Pisces and a Cancer oh my god <laughs> it makes a lot of fucking sense it just makes well To me, and this is just going to be like an astrology rant. So if that's not your thing or you don't care, you don't give a fuck, goodbye, bitch. Fast forward. I'll meet you at the end. But for those who just want to like listen to me talk about my family in an astrological way, tune in. You're in for a treat. (laughs) I would say that my dad being a Pisces and my brother being a Cancer, they're the best balance between what... I believe to be a Renaissance man where they have such a pragmatic spirit where they're able to look at things from different perspectives, but they have such emotional intelligence to understand how someone may feel in situations, which is very difficult to get men to do. Like men just love to absolve any feelings from making from when when it comes to making a decision basically and i now being older appreciate my dad and my brother <laughs> having to deal with the crazy women in the fucking house who are air and fire signs <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, I feel so bad for my brother and my dad sometimes because <laughs> we're nuts because we're fucking nuts. Me and my sister and my mom and anyone who knows us knows that this <laughs> is so fucking true. We are absolutely fucking nuts. And I just now understand that my brother and my dad are just like, what the f-? fuck just like (laughs) and dealing with us so my sister is is an Aquarius and she's basically an alien that lives on another planet she does not live on earth her the way that she's able to think esoterically and just above so many different layers and atmospheres sometimes I'm like Girl, where are we going with this conversation? But, you know, you just got to strap in for the ride. It's going to be <laughs> such a whirlwind of a conversation. But me as a Sagittarius, I love to learn. So I'm always very much so intrigued in those conversations. And to tell you the truth, Aquariuses and Sagittariuses are like two peas in a pot. Best fucking friends. My life partner's in Aquarius. My sister's in Aquarius. I get along with Aquariuses so fucking well. I love them from the bottom of my heart. February Aquarius is more than January Aquarius is, though. I do want to make the distinction. So me and her, you know, Ace Boon Coon, she was my ride or die. Like whenever it was time to roll, she would roll. Like if I need somebody to go, she would be on go. Like it was just a mutual understanding between me and my Aquarius sister, which I love. <laughs> like we would fight. But we would always get that right. Like, it would never be bad blood for too long. We always had, like, a mutual understanding. And, like, we always really respected each other. And mind you, like, me and my Aquarius sister, like, physically have gone to blows. Like, she punched me in my fucking face. (laughs) Like, bam! Like, in my fucking face. (laughs) Because I said some off the wall shit I'm a Sagittarius I am blunt I am tactless Hint the name of this fucking podcast I am tactless I said some reckless shit I know I said some reckless shit And she knew I said some reckless shit So she decided to punch me in my face Because she doesn't like to do a lot of fucking talking A lot of Aquariuses don't like to do a lot of fucking talking They rather just react (laughs) So you know, we would just, you know, stir the pot, be a little, you know, a little crazy, you know, good cop, bad cop. But my other sister, <laughs> I appreciate her now, but god damn, I fucking hated her guts when we were younger. And she's an Aries, and she is an Aries. Who she was just, she would, oh, just, she, she was out to get me. She was out to get me. And now knowing, That she's an Aries in the way that I know Aries. She's just fucking evil. They're evil people. (laughs) No, not like that. I'm not meaning that. Actually, to tell you the truth, Aries are not to be fucked with. That's really just what it is. You cannot Get one over on an Aries and you got to come correct. And where I would try and boss up on my baby sister, like, well, I'm your big sister. You're supposed to listen to me. She'd be like, nah, bro, I'm not really feeling that. And that would just piss me off because she just wanted to be an individual. (laughs) Because if mom came back home and the house wasn't clean and people were fucking swinging off the walls and niggas was watching TV and making sugar toast and fucking breaking the toaster again and shit was in disarray me as the oldest I would get in trouble and all of the people listening to this who are older siblings you all know the deal y'all already know where the fuck I'm coming from I would get in trouble so I'm trying to instill some order as the third parent and my Eric my baby Aries sister is just like nah bro fuck that I want to be a fucking wild child and draw on the wall (laughs) and we would go toe to toe But now, as an adult, I appreciate her so much more. I appreciate her individualism and the fact that she knows who she is and you can't tell her otherwise. I appreciate how committed she is and how loyal she is. And by the way, all of this applies to my best friend, who also is an Aries, and she has been my best friend for what? 25 years. She's been my best fucking friend for 25 years. And she, too, is an Aries. And honestly, the same all applies to her as well. That you just can't essentially get one over on Aries because they don't play that. Fire sign through and through. And the youngest of the Zodiac. So they a little fucking nuts just to begin with. (laughs) But, boy, are they a whole lot of fun. Like, if you want somebody who's going to be that ride or die... We're gonna just be in the passenger, see who gonna gas the car up, get you an Aries. <laughs> Cause they always be on go. They be ready to go. Then you have the water sign. And I truly do feel that water and fire just generally do not mix well. If I'm taking it to the elements here. And my brother and I fought like cats and dogs growing up. And I could see that because fire and water just do not mix. And we just could not get on the same page about a whole bunch of stuff when we were growing up. For the most part, a disruptor, but in a good way, we're like, He would challenge perspectives and challenge things and make you take accountability and make you look at different perspectives and would go against the status quo and would take up for the little guy and just always kind of was his own individual, but had such an amazing heart, like was very protective and looked out for the ones he loved. And that's what I most appreciate my brother now in hindsight is that There are so many times that like fire and water don't mix, but there are times that when you bring them together, you can make steam (laughs) and steam does the body good. It just has to be that perfect combination of steam. And that's what I really appreciate about my brother and my other cancer in my life is just the fact that fire and water can be so opposite that when it is perfectly meshed in the middle It can create a harmonious environment. So I just try my best when I'm with cancers to not be too fiery and to allow for them to put a little water on me, actually. I like the fact that being around my brother allows for me to not have to be so like rah-rah Because his demeanor is just so mellow and so chill and like cool as a cucumber and not a lot of things rile him and not a lot of things get under his skin like that. Like he's super, super chill, like a crab. Crabby motherfuckers, I will say. Petty, petty motherfuckers. God damn it. A cancer. They are that tough exterior of a shell, if you think of a crab, (laughs) They are a tough exterior of a shale, but inside that shale is some good, juicy meat that you want to eat. So they're a little softy on the inside. Hard exterior, really, really good hearts, really amazing people. I have yet to meet a cancer that I just wanted to stab in the neck. Maybe like one. Yeah, maybe like one. But... <laughs> and then you have... My mother, oh, my mom, my sweet old mom. I don't know why I'm calling her sweet old mom. She's actually pretty fucking young. And anytime that we're out, people think we're sisters. But my mom's a Gemini. And Geminis and Sagittarius are actually sister signs, which means that if you think about your birthday, if you count six months back and think about where you would celebrate your half birthday, Whatever sign your half birthday is in, think of that like your sister sign. So those people in your sister sign, think of them like relatives that you all will fight and bicker, but you get along and you all love on each other and you all have a relationship and a a bond, essentially. My mom is a Gemini. And for the most part, I have such a love-hate relationship with Geminis that I don't fucking know what it's about but i seem to attract geminis decent amount of gemini men um my best guy friend is a gemini man and i fucking hate his guts he knows who he is but he will be probably standing next to me at my wedding <laughs> it's like oh it's just like i fucking want to punch him in the fucking face and he wants to punch me in my face too but like we would always be there for one another like that's the bond that we have and but it's so it's fucking ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous the relationship that I have with Gemini's but like I get along with them for the most part we might fight but we gonna get back right <laughs> not like Aquarius's though like I have more great times with Aquariuses, and a couple fights where with-, with Gemini's I have more fights and a couple good times it's <laughs> so weird it's so weird what I love about like fire signs and air signs is when you compare them to actual elements like actual air and actual fire when you combine air and fire you just get this big ass combustible explosion of everything and that's what happens when you put air and fire signs together baby you gonna get you a show (laughs) you gonna get you 4th of July at Navy Pier when you put air and fire signs together and that's the fucking household that my brother and my father had to endure their entire lives (laughs) as water that wants to come over and put the fireworks out they're like okay damn calm the fuck down chill the fuck out like why must it be this way and we're just making a bigger fire show more air on the air is just like get bigger just growing the fire just growing the fire just growing the fire (laughs) making it worse or better depending on your perspective you know With my mom being a Gemini, I would definitely say that that woman is my superwoman. She is a phenomenal person in her own right. And then she just so happens to be a mom and just so happens to be a doctor and just so happens to be a teacher and just so happens to be a wife. (laughs) And that's the thing about Gemini is like they have this amazing capability of really being there for the ones that they love. And like the loyalty is unmatched. At times, it is shaken. But it is but it is unmatched. <laughs> and they love family and they love community. But boy do they have a switch. Because it's that other fucking side. And I don't know, maybe the crazy Sagittarius in me, because I am half horse, half human, don't mind a little switcheroo from time to time from the Gemini. It'll keep you on your toes, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Um, If you don't mind psycho from time to time, it'll keep you on your toes. And that's the thing about that, you know? Sagittarius, we love risk, and Gemini just likes dangling risk right in front of our faces. And we're like, ooh, 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 I'll try it. No, fuck that. I've learned my lesson. I love y'all, but I've learned my fucking lesson. (laughs) But my mom as a Gemini, I would say brought the best out of me. Her air, I would say, blew me into the direction of life I needed to go. And I am very proud of the woman that I am today because of my mom. So I truly do love Gemini's. It's always kind of like a love-hate relationship, but that's family at the end of the day, you know. And then, last but not least, oh, my dad. (laughs) We did not see eye to eye when I was growing up at all, which makes a lot of sense because he's a Pisces and he's a water sign too. And me being fire, we just would go head to head at any given time. <laughs> we would just go head to head often. He would want me to do something. And I'd be like, why? He would be like, do this. And it should be this way. And I'd be like, why? And that's more so because he's a boomer and less because he's a Pisces. But the parts of my dad that I enjoyed were the Pisces sides of him. Cause I know this to be true. Pisces love a good time. They are the party. They start the party and they end the party. They are the life of the party. They are just the social butterfly of any situation. All the Pisces that I know just are so endearing that they can communicate and talk to and start friendships and relationships with just about anyone. They're very malleable to any situation that you put them in. I guess kind of like a fish, you know, the fish can swim through, swim out, you know, <laughs> they do so well in social settings. As a Sagittarius, I get jealous sometimes. I'm, I, I like to be the life of the party and a Pisces can keep up when it comes to who's going to be, the life of the party, king or queen. (laughs) They do so well in social settings. They have such open hearts. They're very vulnerable. And honestly, when we think about vulnerability, we always look at that word negatively. When honestly, I think we should look at that word more positively because I so much so appreciate a person that is vulnerable because Feelings and emotions are powerful, whether we like to admit that or not, because we want to tell people to put emotions aside when making decisions. Emotions are very important. They drive who we are as human beings. And in my opinion, I feel like Pisces understand that and they get that. They have that added gift of using emotions as a tool in getting to know people. And being open and being vulnerable and removing that wall and allowing other people to remove that wall and letting people know it's okay to feel what you're feeling. The ocean is wide and vast and it's big and it's a lot. But feel what you're feeling because it's okay. And I really do appreciate that about, I guess, my dad always being a safe haven for so many people who did not have a father figure or who needed sound advice, someone who needed just a conversation without judgment. My dad was a really good soundboard for a lot of kids growing up when I was growing up. And that's really one of the things I appreciate about his Pisces quality, is that he can talk to anyone and just let them feel heard and seen. And a lot of kids don't feel heard or seen. I mean, to tell you the truth, sometimes I didn't feel heard or seen by him. (laughs) But that's because his boomer side was getting in the way. He was very old school in that way. But now that I've gotten older, the conversations that I have with my dad are very different. And he's way more open and accepting and just honest and vulnerable about things that I thought... I would, <laughs> I would never, I would never, I never thought I would see him get to this space. And it's a amazing space to see him in, you know. I really thought you couldn't teach an old dog new tricks, but I guess you can, a couple. So that is my family, my two water signs, my two air signs, and the two fire signs, and some of the dynamics that we have had as a little village, (laughs) as a posse. But I really do appreciate my family. I love my family. And I love them even more knowing how kooky they are considering what I know about their zodiac signs. And mind you, before I get red to filth, I understand that I am only doing this off of sun signs and that I did not acknowledge their full birth chart. You cannot just make Generalizations off of someone's sun sign. You have to know somebody's entire chart to get the full understanding of who they are as an individual because not all sun signs act the same. You are right, girl. But I'm just telling you how I have interacted with these people who I've known all my life and how their zodiac sign. The sun sign in particular comes into play in, in in certain dynamics. Not all, but just in a couple. And I feel like I had to put that disclaimer out because some of y'all take this very seriously. Okay, way more seriously than I. So I just want to put that out there. Happy four twenty. Happy Taco Tuesday. Happy Taurus season. And I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, what you want to eat?